This episode is brought to you on behalf of Cassie. It may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, will contain some deja vu, and may contain questionable language and will contain spoilers. last week yeah. welcome everybody to episode 86 of movie drone i'm steve and i'm mark you are and what's what was all that about then i don't know i was just <laughs> running out of things to say it's made me chuckle i mean how are you i'm all right thank you, you are yeah, yeah. okay so what else you've been doing other than thinking up funny things to say at the start um do you know i said i was having enough in day last saturday yeah didn't even get dressed. <laughs> Did you not? Didn't leave the house. Oh, you didn't actually look at any messages, actually, for nope. like the whole day. No, I didn't do anything. No. I did I not do anything. No. I just was sleeping, watching films, watched a whole series start to finish, ate a takeaway, slept. Right. It was great. Was it? It was the best day of my life. <laughs> was it? it was Are awesome. you all refreshed? Yeah. I mean, don't look it. No, I, I was all nice and refreshed. And then I had a horrible text Monday morning. Right. I'd made a mistake the last episode. Have you? A really big bad mistake. Did you? Yep. But I've had one text about it. Right. Um, the person shall remain nameless unless they particularly want me to reveal it's Tim. Um, <laughs> Did he? But he, he texted and was like, big error, mate. I'm oh, sorry really? to point this out. He goes, I'm going to keep it to myself, <laughs> but not, other people are not going to have it. Fucking so I was like, okay, bastard. I'm going to wait and see. No one else has picked up Why on it. Why didn't he throw you under the bus? Glaring. Huh? Glaring. Is it? Like, mate. So bad. <laughs> Is so, it? Why, when you walked out the door, I was like, fuck. Really? Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'll probably have to have a listen. I mean. If you can pick it out, mate, that'd be great. Okay. Um, but I'm not telling you. Tim normally lets me know. Yeah, no. He Fucking was, liberty. He was gold. I like Tim. What a liberty. A lot of time for Tim. Right, okay. Um, and I've been practising, mate. Have you? I've been practising. Right. We had a conversation. Yeah. You said. Yeah. It's my birthday coming up. Yeah. This is your special birthday episode. Is this my episode, is this it? Is this is your one? birthday episode. Right, rather your, than your, next week. Your presents are on the side there. Oh, right, okay, lovely. It's Thank Tuesday, you. isn't it, your birthday? It's Tuesday, it's Tuesday yeah. so it's nearer this one than yeah. the next one. You're right. Um, and you said you need to do me something special. I, well, no, what I said is you're not playing the fucking guitar okay. if you sing. That's what okay. I said. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought myself a new instrument, mate. <laughs> oh, hang God. On, hang on. God. Hang on. You've bought yourself a new instrument. Oh, my fucking God. I bought it and everything. Are you kidding? No, nope, so I've been practising. Oh, dear God, no. I haven't touched one of these since I was probably six or seven. Right, I I'm mean, now, can we just say it is an instrument that you've got it in is your hand? It's an instrument yeah, okay, in my hand. Yeah. You're not, like, it touching is something. It's a recorder. Right. <laughs> so I've learnt... Okay. A special tune for you on the recorder. All right. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Are you going to play it? I can play it. Hang on, hang on. Go on then. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a joke. That was was funny. Um, (laughs) Now, you can choose whether I play it from a nose or my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I got so bored I've learned this from my nose. Really? Okay. Do you want me to shut my eyes and then I can guess which way you're playing it? I'll, I'll just play I'll play it through my mouth, shall no, I? You, oh, okay. Go on All then. Right, I'll, All right, right, you ready? Okay. I'll get in a bit of stage fright, I'll okay. be honest. Go on then. Ready? 
Hey. Hey. First time, mate. First, first time, yeah. Well Cheers, done. Thanks, My hands mate. are so clammy. I get real stage fright. Do you? Yeah, it's <laughs> like all the impressions. My hands are so clammy. <laughs> That's brilliant, mate. No, yeah. Bosh that out first time. I spent a fiver on that, mate. Did you? I spent a fiver on that. That looks like a quality piece of equipment, mate. I'm well, I mate, honestly, thank you very much. Do you I want mean, it? Because I'm never playing one no. again. <laughs> Bad memories of them yeah, when I was at school. you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse but memories now. Yeah, I've learned that. PTSD, it's all coming back to me. So happy birthday, Thanks, Tuesday. mate. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, can well, go over there. I'm well done, done with that now. That's going in the bin later. It's been up your nose. No, <laughs> it has been up my nose. I'll just play it off and play it through my nose. Don't say it. Else. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks very much, no, mate. That's lovely. That's a Thank bit of you. Effort. That is, uh, mate, honestly, yeah. I didn't expect that. I expected a kazoo or something. Right, no. I opted out of the kazoo and I said, I'm going to teach myself something proper. That's brilliant. And Miles is probably ready to hang himself after hearing me playing that at my desk. <laughs> oh, well done. Honestly, Thanks. thank you very much, I was going to show you I'd learnt a theme tune no, for a film. But... That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> um, I'm honoured, mate. Thank no. you very much for doing Happy that. Happy birthday. Thank and you. on behalf of it being your birthday episode, yeah. Cassie has sponsored us. Has she? For your birthday episode. Really? She actually listened to our What's Your Favourite thing. Right. Um, hang on. Right, so this is yours. One of them. Right. Lovely. One of them. Oh, thank you. There's something else. One of them. All dark chocolate, mate. Lovely. Thanks, mate. I've got some chews. Have you? Like jellies. Oh, thanks, Cassie. Much appreciated. Yes. I'm allowed to have them on Sunday after my run. You, yeah, well, she heard you could only have dark chocolate at yeah. the moment. So yeah. you've got everything dark chocolate they had in the shop. That is wonderful. Thank you very much to both of you. Mm. Excellent. I never, I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you stuck that thing up your nose and oh, blew on it. But, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, lovely. Thanks, mate. No, you're welcome. Very, very honoured. Thank you. Until next year, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it then. You had a lovely day then? Yes. Very nice. Thank you. I'm really pleased for you, mate. How was your week been? We booked a campsite. So, All right, uh, good. Yeah, booked one. Uh, right. The bloke that we booked it through was called Ronnie McDonald. Which, really? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. At least you've got somewhere yeah, to stay got for one, your yeah, um, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got one. We're, we're trying to book someone at the moment, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, we booked one from a bloke called Ronnie McDonald. Made Jill's day, that did. Oh, um, you're staying in many then, are you? Uh, we've still got quite a few to book, oh, so I'll well, let you know next cool. week. Um, I've been to a lab with work. You might be interested. Okay. Yeah, went on like a work trip. Not a trip, like a conference. Yeah. Turned into like a, a trip around a lab. But uh, I've realised uh, during lunch, can't eat white bread anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it bloated me up like a dead whale, mate. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was uh, the bit sitting in the room, like, yeah. watching the slides and stuff. Yeah. Um, I felt all right. Yeah. And then uh, I spent the whole of the tour wanting to blow off. Yeah. Imagine what it would be... Sorry, how old are you? <laughs> I'm not saying, but... So you're, you're coming up to what I can assume <laughs> is the later end of the 40s. Twilight years. And did you just use the word blow, <laughs> blow up? No. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah, fine. Um, yeah, so I spent the whole of the tour wanting to blow off. <laughs> I, imagining what I'd do if I blew off. Yeah. And actually blowing off when I was moving. <laughs> and okay. uh, yeah, and then I had to have a rush poo. Rush poo at the end. Oh, uh, no. when I got back. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so they turned into uh, yeah, a bit of a nightmare. Nice. So uh, white bread off the menu, that Ooh, one. No. Yeah, and that's it. Cool. Right, okay, mate. So yeah. after all that, you got any thanks this week? I've got a big list, mate. Have you? I will rattle through them as quickly and as precisely as I can. Cool. So thanks to the Movie Journey Pod, Citizen Vlogs and Movie Game Nostalgia, to Miles, Bernard Deneen, Three Hours Later, The Nostalgic Dad, Mark Seeger, A Prime TV, Retro Razzling Review, Cassie, WTM, Mr. P, Tim, Ryan, 143, What Should We Watch, Lee, Right Stuff Reviews, Big Hell's Casting, Sound Advice, Collateral Cinema, Mike from Genuine Chit Chat, Movie Geek and Proud, Dire Visitor, Man About Life Podcast, Girls on Film and Ruining Our Childhood Pod. 
Talking of Miles, mm. I thought he was dead. He's still alive. Is he? Yeah. I haven't heard from him for ages. I mean, he ain't been on the thanks list for quite Listens a while. Listens every think. week, yeah, yeah. but he's not a retweeter, is he? All right, okay. All right. <laughs> Semi-supportive, <laughs> we'll call him. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I've got some special thanks this week. Okay. People have gone that slight extra mile with thanks, mentions, follows, and generally being nice to me. Mm. So I've got my wife, Jill, who continues to have to try and book campsites and stuff. Fresh Geek Context, Joseph, One Movie Punch, Glyn, The Future is female Emma at the movies VHS strikes back cinema recall movies on the way Mike Mike and Oscar Okajura Parle our book of lies podcast Jamie Irwin podcast HQ and Beaver does movies mm, thank oh, well. you yeah thank you very much yeah. uh, thank you all for yeah. doing that extra little bit that is appreciated it is right I've got a promo cool listen yes Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. And we are two sisters with the Mouse and Weens podcast. Nice and clear. <laughs> Come take a listen. It's fun. We talk about life, love, and pubic hair. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and all sorts of fun family memories and stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're on all the platforms. And we hope you take a listen. Bye. Well, there we go. So that's our friends. Uh, we say across the pond. We normally just uh, reserve that for Mr. Positivity, yeah. Wolfie T. But that's Mouse and Weens. Oh, nice. Do you remember those who said we had uh, yes. smooth, chocolatey voices? Love them. Love them. <laughs> we do. But there you go. Uh, latest episode's called Awkward and Embarrassed, which... Uh, How I felt. I know, slightly. I was going to say. <laughs> slightly a little bit earlier. It just makes sense. It just yeah. makes sense. It's got you all over yeah. for that. But uh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, have a listen to Mouse and Wings. We cool. love those. Yeah. Right, okay then, mate. So, I mean, if you couldn't have done enough for me yeah. already, uh, we're going to go on to uh, Mark's movie impression. Oh, yes. All right? Yeah. I mean, you can't feel any, any worse, surely. Oh, about to find out okay so this is mark's movie impression this is for episode 86 and this is when patrick Starr met emperor palpatine (laughs) fuck's sake what has my life become (laughs) jesus don't worry buddy you're doing fine young fool only now at the end do you understand i got you now palpatine oh no my young jedi you will find that it is you who are mistaken about a many great things. Hmm, I sense they're dangerous. How could they be dangerous? Long have I waited, and now your coming together is your undoing. Once there was an ugly emperor. He was so ugly and everyone died. The end. I've died before, Pinhead. Who you call him, Pinhead? This will be the final word in the story of Spongebob. <laughs> Might have swapped a couple of words around there, mate. <laughs> Are you sure he doesn't say SpongeBob in? in no, no, that with? might have been Jedi. Right. I um, swapped okay. that around with. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, the thing is, you're a grown man yeah. and you probably only knew one of those characters. I can and... confirm. <laughs> Neither. Did you not? Know? No. <laughs> I, I am doing what they sort of refer to as scraping of the barrel. <laughs> okay. I expected you to know the uh, to know Patrick Starr from Spongebob Squarepants. I've never seen Spongebob Squarepants before. Have you not? Googling people that I've watched Spongebob. Really? Yeah. Is it all right? It's good, yeah. Okay. Right, okay, so we're moving on. Mm, Okay, this is the... (laughs) 
Movie drone wall of shame. There we go. Right. Okay. So you challenged someone last week. I Who did you challenge? I challenged Chris from VHS Strikes Back. Okay. So we'll see if Chris gets off in a minute. Mm. So uh, it's my turn to challenge. Yes. Well, I think so. I've got someone that I was going to challenge, but yeah. I am tempted to put it on the back burner, mate. Okay. After the story of Tim. Yeah. And what he's done. I don't know. Oh, poor Tim. You can't put him on there, mate. I'm not going to. Oh. I'm going to put you on. Well, that seems harsh. Yeah? Why? Why would I go on? Because you've, you've obviously made a glaring you mistake. You don't even know what it is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've made a mistake. You brought the tone of the podcast down, obviously, by making said error. Right. It was obviously glaring. A lot of people probably noticed it. They're just too polite to say it. So apart I've from bought, Tim, who's I've not polite. It down. Yeah. Um, not from playing a recorder or doing <laughs> bad impressions, <laughs> no. but making an error. Yes. Okay. All right. It seems harsh. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Tough. Okay. You're on. All right. It's legitimate, okay. isn't it? Terrific. Right. Legitimate reason. Yeah. There we go. Sweet. Moving on to the next section. Yeah. And this is the section that we like to call Question, question time. time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. There we go. So you challenged Chris Phelps from VHS Strikes Back. Did Chris deliver? Of course he did. Twice. Yeah, I know. The postman always rings twice. So does Chris from VHS Strikes Back. Okay. Um, so he says, hi, Stephen Mark. First question, as a lover of Lethal Weapon and Beverly Hills Cop series, what are your top five cop movies better than these? All right. So, uh, yeah, we've got five. I mean, yeah. I've even got some honourable mentions. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my number one, everyone knows anyway, but uh, should we go through? What yes. do you want to do? Five to one? Yeah, why not? All right. What you got? Bad boys. Really? What you going to do for you? Number five, <laughs> yeah. that goes. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do? What you going to do for you? <laughs> <laughs> bad boys back in the habit number f- number five yeah 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 okay all right okay so my number five is mm-hmm. uh a film from my birth year mm-hmm. it's serpico the black and white one <laughs> silent <laughs> <laughs> no it's serpico i mean i do like serpico okay. it, it's a it's a great film mm-hmm. i think um yeah love al pacino and that cool my number four end of watch Okay, yeah, I mean, oh, that's I really good like that one. Yeah, I mean, it's like a docu thing, yes. isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's good. My number four is The French Connection. Cool. Don't think you've still seen it, have you? No. Uh, Gene Ackman, obviously. I mean, you've seen a bit of it. And when did they show it? What film was it? Was it in? Oh, yes, I yeah, remember now. Yeah, yeah. So, I can't remember what film that was. No, it's like but, Home Alone or something. Yeah, oh, yeah something yeah. like that. Um, number three, yeah. Hot Fuzz. Okay, all right. Good bit I've, of fun. I thought you'd have that higher, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. I've tried to stay away from ones that I thought you might have. My number three is a film you may or may not have seen, and it is Colours. No, I haven't. No? no. Okay. I, I see um, Colours. C- colours. <laughs> wow, actually, that worked. You like that, eh? That worked too shabby. <laughs> no? No, I like that. We're not doing like a section. No. Steve does beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, Colours, it's a good film. Oh, cool. Yeah, you'd like that, I think. Well, actually, no, you probably won't get it, but, uh, okay. but no, it's a good one. Good. My number two? Yeah. Seven. Okay, right. And I even yeah. wrote it down on my thing with the seven in the middle instead of the V. <laughs> Did you? Because okay. I'm that wanker. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, good movie. I watched yeah. it again recently. I really like that. My number two yeah. is Training Day. Oh, great film. It is, yeah. Great I film. mean, I, I was surprised that they haven't done a sequel no, on that. In I'm my really honourable mention. Oh, is it? One? It yeah. is. Okay. My number one, yeah. The Departed. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, classic film. Yep. It's, I mean, I'm going to try and watch that, I think, once a year yep. from now on. I yep. think it is good. Uh, my number one? <sighs> I think I might know, but go on. <laughs> Naked Gun! Hey. I had to get it True. in on my birthday episode. Yep. I mean, what can you say? Best cop film in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's that's the answer to yeah. that well I've got some honourable mentions okay cool then uh, it's obviously training day yeah uh, one I didn't know whether I could choose or not right. and it's Silence of the Lambs uh, it's, it's, it's edgy edgy that one yeah maybe I mean, movie, if you just want to try and crowbar it in um, and Turner and Hooch <laughs> okay. I fucking love Turner and Hooch um, I had things like the Untouchables and that, that mm. I was thinking about but, cool. uh, but yeah there you go nice one right so Chris had a second question he did question number two so Chris says, any of the cliche films that should make me cry simply don't, but give me Rocky Five with Tommy Gunn versus Rocky in the street, and he's been knocked down, and the memory of Mickey gives him that speech, and the line, he's no machine. <laughs> no, I'm not going to try. <laughs> he's no machine. I didn't hear no bell. Get up, you son of a bitch. Mickey loves you. Once the music kicks in and he gets up, I'm a blubbering mess. What movie hits you in the feels that you don't want to admit to? That is, mate. Basically, some people have these things called emotions. Okay. So right. what happens is they have high or low emotions. Right. Something that something might be high makes them cry. Something right. low makes them cry. Right. Which is like water coming out of your eyeballs. Oh right. Okay. That's what like that when you is. get dust. Do you know when you get dust in them and right. it sort of leaks? Okay. Your contact don't go. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's going to be a difficult one for you. I probably got to go back to when you was about seven. Well, I have, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Okay. Water ship down. All oh, right, okay, you're pulling that one out again. Yeah, it's the only like, film that's ever made you slightly emotional. I can't even remember if it did. It was so long ago. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Um, I yeah, I mean, nothing gets me like that, mate. Okay. Nothing gets me like that. I don't know what really it okay. all means. Well, we all know I'm a bit of a girl. Yes. A bit wet. Yes. Um, my one I've gone for, Pursuit of Happiness, when he gets the job. Right, okay. Bits every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolute bits every I think time. Lee likes that one as well, doesn't he? It's just... An amazing scene, brilliant bit of acting from Will Smith, and he All gets right. it. Okay, just has me gone every time. Right. My mind's watership down. Okay, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you chris for your questions thank you very much chris yes yeah. uh yeah sorry we challenged you but uh, you probably rose to the challenge i tell you yeah. so thank you very much chris and uh yeah everyone have listened to chris on comics in motion and the vhs strikes back absolutely right mate after all that how yes. can people contact us on social media they can get us on twitter which is at movie underscore drone via instagram on at movie underscore drone or on email which is movie drone podcast at hotmail.com they can indeed mm. right mate the reason that uh, i've turned up uh, not just to get me birthday stuff, my birthday mm. chocolate and have yeah. a recorder played out the nose. And your card and stuff, oh, it's all there. Mate. Excellent, Help lovely, yourself. thanks buddy. We went to see a film. We did. We went to see a film that's currently 7.6 on IMDb is a 15 two hour four minutes long build as a horror mystery sci-fi. With a synopsis of when Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by somebody nobody can see. A $7 million budget grossing $54 million so far. This was directed by Lee Wanell, story by Lee Wanell, based on The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, starring Elizabeth Moss, Aldous Hodge, Storm Reid, Harriet Dyer, Michael Dorman, Oliver Jackson Cohen. And this was 2020's The Invisible Man. You got a clip? I've got an invisible one. Adrian? He was a sociopath. He said that I could never leave him. He controlled how I looked and what I wore. Then I was controlling when I left the house and eventually what I thought. 
No, no, mate. You can you can hear it. You can hear it, but you can't see it. <laughs> right, okay, mate. So, uh, yeah, we went to see a film, a Blumhouse film. Yeah. It's not their normal uh, remit of doing original films, mm-hmm. which I must admit has obviously tailed off. I think a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Of the quality's tailed off from when they first sort of started. Generally, quantity over quality now. Yeah, but they've taken over or taken over. I say I don't know if they're going to do many more, but they've done a Universal Monsters film. Which uh, was supposed to be a big thing when it coming mm. out, and they was going to do a more. I think Russell Crowe was supposed to play Doctor Doctor Jekyll or Mister Hyde, right? But I don't think he's doing that now. I think that was the one he was doing. But we obviously had Tom Cruise's The Mummy, or mm. whatever it was, which was by the toilet. Uh, so yeah, um, Blumhouse again. Let's mm. see what you thought of 2020's The Invisible Man. Busy, wasn't it? Uh, just got busy in the um, in the cinema. Oh, okay. I busy. thought you were in the film. He's busy. <laughs> it was, yeah. I've not seen a turnout for a film like this for a long time. I think everyone's rebelling against I, coronavirus. I was shocked. Mm. I, I was quite shocked the amount of people were there. Yeah. Um, my little jibby to start with was I've got Elizabeth Moss is really, really great. And the tense scenes are very tense and well done. But for me, it struggles with pace and length. Really? Um, okay. I thought it was crying out to be a 90 minute. Yeah. Um, um, maybe 100 minutes. And it was just a bit long for the actual story it had in it. Okay. Um, the, the actual amount it had to say. Yeah. So for me, it was good, not great. And personally, I don't think the writing was particularly brilliant. Right. I thought the way it was put across was excellent. Yeah. I thought it was very creepy. I thought it was very well done, directed, loved the look of it. But I don't think it was that great writing. Right, okay. I mean, he obviously directed Upgrade, yep. Lee Winnell, which... Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm mean, liking his style. Yes. I think it yeah. is uh, it is pretty good. Right from the start, I thought that the extended opening sequence I thought was great. I thought it was perfect. Shot really well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it set the scene without any words, like mm. zero words whatsoever. Um, didn't take long to explain what was going on. It sort of, you could work it out pretty mm. quickly. And then you can just sort of settle into it. No real massive elongated storytelling at the start. Just one scene, camera work was great. You knew exactly what was going on. I thought that the opening titles were good when the water was going up and it sort of showed the Invisible Man's it stuck on there. Excellent. thought that was really good. Um, and it's really a story about abusive relationships, really, isn't it? Yes. It's underlying thing. Yeah. And control, isn't it? It's having full control over every situation in yeah. someone's life, including someone else's life. Yeah. So I did actually like the fact that they modernised the tale right to the point when you, they obviously just said that he was dead, that yep. he killed himself. But you didn't see any of the transformation or any of the mad scientist bit or anything like that. No. It was just like, he's dead. And then they sort of started to basically bought in this idea that there could be someone in the room. Hmm. And I thought the direction was really, really good. I'm interested to find out what you sort of didn't like. It's not the direction I didn't like. I thought, like I say, I thought all the actors, I thought the whole thing looked great. And I thought it was done well. I just thought the story didn't really include the origins of it. It yeah. just took for granted that he'd already done this. And then just took a long time to get anywhere. Right. I just don't think, I don't think it had a, like you said, that opening scene was perfect. Yeah. And it was really tense. And I really felt it in my gut when she like, everyone jumped when she kicked the water bowl from the dog. Yeah. And it was really one of those moments where you thought, God, fucking hell. 
And I thought, this is going to be great. And then it just seemed too much of not a lot happening for quite a while. Right. Um, and I loved when he, when he first started coming, the idea that you're looking at a scene when you know, you know someone's not there because there's not really an invisible man, but you're trying to look for every nuance they're putting. You're trying to see whether there's a curtain twitching, yeah. a door moving, anything. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's what I like. You, had, you literally did have shots of sort of corners of rooms with her on the other side of it and the camera would actually focus on the other side of the room. Yeah. And I did find myself looking all around the screen waiting for something yeah. to move. And then it's she was... quite would, creepy, isn't it? It was very much so, yeah, yeah. I thought that was excellent. And I think he's really got good ideas which are exciting ideas yeah. um even to the point where she would leave it and just leave something on the stove and yeah. the camera would stay in the empty room and you'd be there thinking right where is he yeah. and he weren't actually there or he could have been i suppose yeah. but they did nothing to actually show he was there oh. i thought that was really really good it could have got boring but i think he'd done it just about enough mm. uh, there were certainly scenes in the kitchen etc and i don't think it, it actually got boring no I, mean. I, I think there was points like you had the attic scene for example i think was my favorite scene yeah i mean there was the one big jump scare in the attic which i think got pretty much everybody yeah. i think i actually looked away just before that so okay. i don't think i got the the, the full effect. I yeah. think as I sort of turned back to the screen, I don't know what I was doing, just fiddling with something. Um, I didn't expect it, to be no. honest, but it was massive gasps. I, I think there was them bits that were done great. I think my biggest disappointment in the story was that he hung around this other guy's house too much. Right. I think they had a great setting with Mad Scientist's house. Yeah. Brilliant setting. Yet there was a lot of going, I mean, for me, the whole getting the Uber thing to drive there, to realise, I mean, who was looking after the fucking dog? Well, he was. Yeah, but she didn't know that. Why didn't she go back for a dog if he was dead? I, 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 I don't know. She, it ran off. She, I think she thought it just ran off. And but it was then just she gone. went back the dog's there. She didn't take it with her. No, I mean, the dog was unnecessary. It didn't do anything. No, you are it, correct. Yeah. It was unnecessary um, to have it there. So but. then she's gone back to the house for not a particularly tent. I think they'd done so many better tent scenes. Yeah. But she got this Uber thing all the way to the house to break in the house, to work out this invisibility suit then tuck it away and then get back in the Uber and go because he had come back. I just thought that whole 10 minute section was a complete waste. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it was perfect, obviously, no, and, no. and not at all. I mean, there certainly was that bit. That was filler to actually compensate the end of the film. Yeah, but just cut certainly. it down. Just, like, if they would have done that really tense and it would have been a 90, 100 minute film that was just real tenseness, I think they would have hit the nail on the head. But I think they just tried to drag its ass a bit too yeah. much. Did you spot the breath? when she was outside mm, when yeah, it went. I mean that that was the first brilliant. excellent wasn't yeah. it and even some of the other scenes so like the, I found that the footsteps on what was it like seven million dollar budget mm. which is good I mean yeah. the steps on the towel I think was it yeah. towel or the yeah. sheet when she was pulling it when you had the footprints uh, that was really good and then we got the action scene so there's a few action scenes yeah. we had uh, the one where he attacked her very upgradey, weren't they yeah I yeah. mean have you ever seen uh, The Entity Yes. You have, yeah, the yeah. old like, 1980s yeah. film. It reminded me a lot of that when he first attacked her. Yeah. Like an homage to that for yeah. me. Uh, and I didn't think it was over the top. I no. thought it was it was actually done quite well. We had the one at the mental hospital, um, yeah. which was which was pretty good when yeah. he was fighting those. <laughs> that for me was... Is that the one you was on about? I don't know. That was for me was very upgradey. Yeah. And I thought that was good. And the scene in the restaurant uh where mm. where it got us this I, I enjoyed that scene. That I was thought, shocking. And I did not see that coming no, I, I didn't think it was gonna go that dark for some reason. Yeah. 
and it suddenly went very dark very quick. Yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah, that okay. was that was really good. There was, I, yeah, there was there was definite highs to it. I did enjoy all of that. I actually think the scene that freaked me out the most, nothing actually happened in it. Right. It was the mannequin scene at the end of the bed. Right, Because yeah. tr- that was a bit of an homage to the old one. Yeah. Because you had a couple in there. You had the guy with the bandages on the hospital bed. Yeah. And then you had that mannequin. But I couldn't work out whether it was someone dressed, whether he had done it. And I was like... I was waiting for it to move, yeah, and yeah. my heart was going. I mean, we had the same sort of uh, vision when she went to the house, his like mad scientist house, yeah. when you had all the cloths, all the yeah. sheets over things, yeah. when you had that one at the end that looked like yeah. a bit of a ghost. That was pretty cool as well. So, yeah, I mean, the mental hospital um, scene, obviously after she was taken into that, that's one of my worst fears or one of the things I don't like in films I don't know if you know uh, it's when you get taken to a mental hospital and no one's listening to you yeah. I don't like that I don't like it in I think it is the cell yeah. that one where you can't actually explain what's gone on and uh, and yeah no one's listening to you and I just thought that was good writing about the fact that she got sedated and then tied down to the bed yeah. and she was like looking just at the end the end of the room you couldn't see anyone but you was thinking if they tie her down and sedate her and he's in the room with her. Yeah. She's fucked. Yeah. And that was really, really... I thought that did get to me that bit. I was sitting there. like They had the two people in the room and she's talking. I'm going, tell them one to sneak out. Go and get some flour. Yeah. Just throw it around the room. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just come I know. on. Yeah. But I know she's not thinking straight and she's trying to get through because this isn't done in a special futuristic thing. This is set in the now. Yeah. So if someone said to us, there's an invisible man in the room, you would lock them up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Go, right. Okay. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, she wasn't getting locked up for that. She was I'm, getting locked up because yeah. they thought that she'd just lost her. But she did look insane. Sister's throat. Yeah, the I know. The way she yeah. was losing it, she did look. I actually felt her. I mean, I've seen, I've heard a few people saying, oh, Elizabeth Moss couldn't carry this. I thought she carried it perfectly. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are, I haven't even mentioned her yet, but just saying about it, I thought she played paranoia. I thought she played being scared. I thought she played it all really, really well. You could just see it. It's got to be very, very difficult acting with nothing in front of you or like a dummy with in one of those suits with like the points yeah. on that takes it out in CGI yeah. in post. Um, it's got to be so difficult doing that. And mm. I think to have the action scenes and things like that and actually the way that she looked with the, like I say, looking scared and paranoid, etc. Yeah. I thought she done really, really well. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was quite funny as well in play. I thought the yeah, jellyfish yeah. line she delivered yeah, was yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. The twist, uh, I, f- I f- saw it coming yeah. um, and it well, wasn't that exciting. Um, did you see the full twist because i knew she was going to put the suit on right okay but did you think she was going to make it look like it was suicide uh well i was talking about the twist with his brother the first oh, one okay, where yeah, he got that yeah, course, when we actually yeah. thought it was him yeah. um well this sort of brings me on to the worst part for me of the film so i thought it did go on a bit too long mm-hmm. i liked the scene where she was sitting uh having dinner with him mm-hmm. and that was tense wasn't it it was yeah, yeah. and but did I see? No, I probably didn't see the fact that she was going to do a suicide. But then for me, as she stepped out of camera while she was calling the police, that for me should have been cut to black. Mm. Finish. Mm. I didn't need that last two, three, oh, five minutes when it made her look maniacal at the yeah. end or whatever. Um, I didn't need that bit. Fade to black while she yeah, was calling like the police. Say, call and the police. Done. She stepped back and just grinned at him. 
yeah. at the end. Yeah, done. No, oh, uh, that, that would have done for me. Yeah. Um, so that sort of just did let me down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I thought the supporting cast were okay. I thought yeah. the bloke who played his brother was a little bit, sort of telegraphed it. He um, was very like the upgrade um, mental man. Yeah, right? yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, I wonder if it was the same house. It looked like the same sort of house, didn't yeah, it? Could it have been, been. Yeah. might be Lee Ronell's house. Beautiful house. It was lovely, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, mate, I haven't really got a great deal more no. to say about it. I, the only thing I am going to say, and this is my new strict rule, right? All right, might seem a small thing to you, yeah. But now, any film that shows someone holding a CO two fire extinguisher by the nozzle is automatically going to get minus five. <laughs> really? It's not that difficult to understand. <laughs> right. It's freezing cold. If you do it, I'm just going to stop it. Right. Minus five. Okay. All right. Fair enough. No. <laughs> there well, there you go. Yeah. That's fine. So do you want to put some scores on this? You got anything else to say? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not going to minus a five off. Okay. I'm not going to be an arsehole. 73. Blimey. I've got 73. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I was born in 73. Blimey. Yeah, blimey. Oh, it's a birthday episode. Look at that, eh? Yeah. Okay, now. Yeah, I've got it. I've got clever modern telling of a classic tale from an exciting director. It was never going to be massively over that because it is still roughly the same thing. You can't yeah. do much more with it. No. But they've changed it enough, I think, yeah. and made it far more modern, quite exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've, I had a good time. Yeah, no, I did. I enjoyed it. I just thought it just limbered on a bit too long it for was me. A bit, and I yeah. just got to the end and I was ready for it to be over rather than wanting more. Yeah, you're right. Okay, mate, you watched anything else this week? I have. Oh, shit, you've been off, haven't you? Yeah. Well, well, I had a day. Well, yeah. But yeah, I watched a whole TV series, but we're not TV drones. No. So I watched The Lost Boys again. Oh, fucking hell. Could you not find anything else to watch? I wanted comfort films. Right, okay. I wanted comfort films. Right. I watched the remake of The Evil Dead. Okay, oh, I don't mind that. I thought it was yeah. all right. Yeah. I've... I've why? 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 I thought it's white. I thought it's white, mate. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, Jeff? I'd go as far as saying it was good. Um, I watched Urban Legend. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I that's one of my. Uh, I, I mean, I don't imagine it's as good as I remember it. It's one of those I used to buy a lot of import, as mm. you know, um, yeah. from as you when you got Thumb Wars and you can watch mm. it. A lot of imports, and I used to sort of buy them. As they came out, because I hadn't seen them at the cinema, yeah. so as they came out in America, you used to be able to get them through, I think it was Play before mm. it became Rakuten or whatever, and uh, I used to get quite a lot of them, that was one of those, and I used to get quite a lot, and obviously my first watch was sort of like on these DVDs, and uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. I watched yeah. it. He was actually better than I remembered, yeah. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, I caught another couple of homeworks um, in ready for some other bits we're doing, and then I watched Shutter Island. Oh, right, brilliant. I, got, I think it is a film that gets better with every watch, yeah. um, and I think it's better when you've seen it once. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's obviously got a twist that you keep picking should, up on these different nuances. Yeah, but it should actually sort of make the ending or the film not as enjoyable. Yeah. But I, I find it enjoyable every time I, I watch it. I think it makes it more enjoyable because mm. I'm just forever. I was watching uh, Ben Kingsley and Mark Ruffalo. There's certain looks they're doing at each other right. where. That sort of I know you know look. Yeah. And I think they work really hard at doing that. And it's oh, great. Cool. Anything else? That's it. Okay, mate. I watched Commando. Right. Um, not as fun, to be honest, as the WTM episode about it. But, um, I don't really remember. Is that the get to the chopper? Yeah, I've, 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 I can't remember the actual oh, thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, I got 70 on it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it's just the uh, WTM episode on it was actually. Is it one they've funny. ever remade? No. No? No. Must I be Joe then. <laughs> um, I watched Broken Arrow. 
Okay. That's cheesy as hell, that is, isn't it? I've right. forgotten that. I've got 64 on that because it right. still is all right. John Travolta doing. I didn't realise he had his own theme tune. I'd forgotten that he had his own theme tune as he sort of like walks up and they play this theme tune. Uh, so, yeah, and I watched Terminator Dark Fate. Did the you? One. Yeah, I've only got 64 on it. Um, it's more than I expected. Is it? Sarah yeah. Connor spends most of her time just sort of, I don't know, being angry. Um, it's, I mean, there's some good action in it. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's a bit samey, you know what mm. I mean? So yeah. um, I think you're probably better off. It's all right to watch once, but I think if I'd then go and watch Terminator 2 again if I wanted Terminator. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, cool. There we go. That was me. Yeah. Right, moving on. Yes. This is the next section. This is a section that we like to call Homework. homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we like, the other one hasn't seen, and the hope of uncovering hidden gems. Yeah. What did you give me? I gave you a film that's currently 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. is a 15, 1 hour, 41 minutes build as a drama and thriller, with a synopsis of an industrial worker who hasn't slept in a year begins to doubt his own sanity. Starring Christian Bale and Jennifer Jason Leigh, with a budget of 5 million, grossing 8.2, this was 2004's the Machinist. Yeah, it was indeed, mate. Yeah. So I've been avoiding this. Uh, okay. I've heard things about, not great things about the film, but about I know about Christian Bale's weight loss, etc. Uh, and I've been avoiding it because I thought it was like a dystopian film with okay. like one man just shut in a room doing a monotonous task. Okay. I don't Any know why. Reason? Just no, that's just that, that's what just you've imagined. A, yeah, I think it's just like the only sort of clips or stills I've seen of it of sort of like him with a machine. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't know that anyone else was in it. I oh. suppose if I'd known Jennifer Jason Lee was in it, but he only had two people on the cast list, right. so I didn't expect really uh, what I got. So let's just run through some bits. So the score, yeah. I thought it was very out of place. Okay. Um, to start with, yeah. before I knew what the film was about. So the score is sort of like a whodunit from a bygone era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those sort of like uh, mystery scores. Yeah. And I didn't think the film was. So I started watching it and I was thinking, it just doesn't match. It's clashing. And then as the film sort of starts to develop, I realised actually, yeah, the score's really good. Yeah. Um, and it matched the film perfectly. The colour palette was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the use of great, pastels, yeah, with vivid colours uh, to highlight important things like the car, etc. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of a graphic novel like Sin City. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so it gave me that sort of vibe, which I was very happy about because yeah. I do love the graphic novel, especially Sin City, etc. It gave me vibes of Jacob's Ladder. Right, as well okay. as it developed yeah. with sort of like the the fact that he was obviously a bit mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I enjoyed the fact that as it progressed, uh, I had to try and piece it together, mm-hmm. um, which I did. I sort of got it uh, quite a bit towards the end. Mm-hmm. And as I sort of got there, I was wondering whether Christian Bale, I know he's a method actor, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering whether he, at the end of it, was happy that he chose this film to go that extreme on. Now It does seem a lot of effort. It was a lot. I mean, he looked awful. Yeah. And like I say, being a method actor, I mean, I can only tip my hat off to him. But it was sort of like the same situation with, obviously, Harry Potter, where he lost all that weight for Jungle. 
And we turned around and said, well, no, I turned around and said, I don't know why he bothered, obviously, mm. with the script. Yeah. Now, I sort of understand what he thought it might have been and why he did it. It's obviously in his mentality to do it. But the script's nothing special. No. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? No, it's nothing yeah. completely different. Um, and it didn't really win anything, did it? No. It wasn't like it was sort of... I mean, he didn't really win anything, no. did he? So, I don't know. I don't know whether he, whether it was actually worth it in the end. And the main reason I say that is the payoff at the end of everything. So I appreciate the way that it sort of all came together with the 666 and obviously with the, all the bits that sort of fell into place. But the actual payoff of what he'd done and why he was like it just left me a bit flat. Mm. It, it didn't have the payoff for all of the little bits that were going on in the film. It was like, oh, yeah, well, he's like it because he run the kid over. I, yeah, it just pay off. It just left me feeling a bit flat. I like the fact that everyone was missing fingers and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was quite good. Yeah, I think the biggest letdown for me for this one was the guy, was it Ivan? Yeah, like, something like that, yeah. He irritated me. I didn't right. like him. He was like, more like a graphic novel character than any of yes. them, in it? Yeah, yeah I mean? he had that sort of yeah. thing to him. But I didn't really... His uncomfortable, how uncomfortable he was and that was what gave it away that I knew he was hallucinating. And yeah, he was yeah. In, I mean, it was... He wasn't heavily hidden away. We'd, we'd sort of all into that and realised. Yeah. Um, but I do agree, it got to the end and you're like, oh. ah. Yeah. But I just think, total respect for how far he went and doing it. And I thought it was a great um, sort of performance of his. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not denying. I think he, he was really good. I mean, uh, all of it was solid. Yeah. Uh, it just, like I say, it just left me feeling a bit flat i think that my initial liking of it was the fact that it was something that i didn't expect yeah. if it had actually been something where it had ended and i really didn't guess it at the end it would have been brilliant i would have loved it but i really enjoyed it at the start for oh this is good it's like a whodunit or, yeah. or whatever and it's like a nice mystery or whatever and then it just sort of finished like that and i was like oh actually yeah it wasn't as good as no, i thought I'll at the it. start but anyway i've got 68 on it I've, okay. it's, it's a, a relatively good film yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got pleasantly not what I expected, but let down by the ending. Yeah, no, um, I, I think I'd only just be a, just above that. Okay, but definitely one I'm glad I'd watched. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm really glad that I watched it. I mean, uh, there's certain films that do surprise you, and this one oh. certainly did. I've been avoiding it for years. Right, okay, mate. So I gave you a 2014 film directed by David Ayer and written by David Ayer, starring Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, Logan Lerman, Michael Pena, John Berntal, Jason Isaacs and Scott Eastwood, running time of 135 minutes, had a budget of $68 million, with a box office of $211.8 million, 7.6 on IMDb, with 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a synopsis of, a grizzled tank commander makes tough decisions as he and his crew fight their way across Germany in April 1945. I gave you 2014's Fury. Yes, you did. I did. Yes, you did. Yes. Now, I've always said, and I'll sit here, I'm going to do an impression myself now, I don't like what I think. <laughs> turns out I do, doesn't it? Oh, does it? Yeah, it turns out I do. <laughs> Because I've not seen one I've not liked right, okay. recently. Yeah, recently. And this yeah. is another one right. that I really, I was, I said, oh, I'm going to start this. Yeah. I wanted to try and get ahead of the films because we've been quite busy the last couple of weeks, haven't yeah. we? Both in and out of podcasts, but yeah. it's like trying to work out everything. I was like, right, if I can at least get an hour done, yeah. then I can come back to it. Nah, I just sat and watched the whole Did you? Oh, <laughs> did, there was no way you can turn this off. No, it not was really. fucking excellent. Right. Um, I thought Pitt. Uh, LeBeouf and Lerman were great. Yeah. I thought they all did a stellar job. And I like John Pena. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Yeah. Playing someone different 
Yeah, yeah. He, right. he was a completely different character because he normally plays this, I wouldn't say he's typecast, but he sort of plays a certain personality. Yeah. And to see him play something completely different shocked me, Yeah. but pleasantly. And I was like, actually, that's really good. Oh, good. Um, hated John Bernthal's character. Right, okay. Travis, was it? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he was supposed he was, to be. No, he definitely wasn't, but it shows I mean, I'm you. surprised. I mean, remember we saw, what was it? We saw Widows when he was like in it for like, Two minutes or yeah. something, wasn't he? I like him. Yeah. I thought I, I like John Burns. I think he's good. Yeah. So yes, he, yeah. He might. I mean, he must have been a great actor in it because mm. I fucking hated him. I despised him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when he got it, I was like, fucking go on. <laughs> no matter how much he plays that lovable rogue, he weren't. He was a knob. <laughs> I thought he had some really, really clever and great and gripping scenes throughout of it that weren't even within the war as such. No. But the scene in the flat was so uncomfortable and palpable and you was just waiting for that fuse to be lit. Um, and Brad Pitt was so calm in it. Mm. And then you got um, Travis walking around and he could blow it and he, he's like psychotic. Um, and then you've got the young lad sitting there like a rabbit in the headlights. Mm-hmm. He, I thought he played it really well. I think it might, not sure I've seen him in any other films apart from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Right, yeah. Um, but I thought he did a great job. I thought he played that vulnerable sort of young lad going imagine how i'd be i think definitely oh my fuck (laughs) what have i done and my favorite bit about it is it's of age so it's set in world war ii yeah yeah it feels recent yeah yeah it's not aged it's not done like tally and all that so it feels like they shot it last week yeah but it covers that story and it obviously uses the same tanks and bits that they did um it's not all like mod cons and it's like that but it feels recent yeah and so do their personalities at first i couldn't work out if i like the star wars effects okay i was like i don't think i've seen any other war film what do you mean by the star wars effect? well they're shooting all the bullets the traitors like, yeah right um i mean they're a thing i know they're, they're a just thing. not in nerfing no you can you get traitors in nerfing yes can you yeah fucking right no, you can. Shit. Fucking um but it just looked a bit Star Warsy. Right. Okay. But I think when it got to night time, yeah. it just created such an. It was very similar to what's the other one we done recently, nineteen seventeen. When you get to the night time scenes, were the better scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gritty scenes in it where it shows like the tanks driving over people, and then you've got the trailer full of dead bodies coming back. They didn't shy away from the realities of it. No. But I thought it was really good dynamics-wise. But I know what you mean about it with regards to Uncut Gems. It stressed you out, but with Uncut Gems, it was constant stress. Yeah. I thought this one had good dynamic. It had good ups and downs. I mean, it helped with being in an IMAX, I think. It was absolutely horrendously loud when they mm. was in the tank and that. And it, right. was, it was fucking crazy. Yeah, but- I mean, it was great. I, I, I mean, I like the way they... I would say they had the real hard scenes in there, but there was no gratuitous gore for the sort of sake of gore. No. But it showed a realistic story about what they had. I've just thought it was great. Okay. Really enjoyed it. I think I would like to see this one a few times. Okay, blimey! Yeah, excellent. I've gone ninety again. Have you? Yeah, Kianel <laughs> ninety. Dishing out the nineties. There's something right wrong with you. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Calm. You, you, that's quite high. I, I, do you know, you know you mean? just get lost in a film? Yeah, I was lost in it. I okay. was just like. I was just thinking, I'm just going to watch an hour and I'll turn it off. Yeah. And then I just could not. And I was like, I suddenly became awake and just couldn't take my eyes off of it. Yeah. And I could hear someone talking to me. She, I think she was talking to me for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and I just didn't hear a thing. And she was like, I'll just stop talking then, shall I? <laughs> I don't even think I acknowledged that. It was great. Oh, good. Oh, excellent. Blimey. Get right. more war films out then. Yeah. Get more out. 
Um, right, okay, mate. What have you got for me next week? Before we move on to next week's ones, right. it's got a little story about homework. Right, okay. Uh, Elmo, right. a little non-vegan Elmo, non-vegan carnivore Elmo. Elmo. Right, yeah. um, listen to the episode last Elmo week. Elmo the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard you cussing off right. Free Willy. Yeah. And he was like, he said it weren't for his demographic. Right. He's got a nine-year-old daughter. Right. Never seen Free Willy. Okay. He said, I'm going to get her to watch it and right. see what she thought of it. So he's right. given her it as homework okay. this week. So <laughs> he started giving our homework to his <laughs> right. kid. Fury next. Um, yeah. So I made Isla sit down and watch Free Willy tonight. Right. Yeah. And I've got her bits back. So okay. got her to write a little review and everything. Oh, right. Lovely. Um, and she said, can you not go over 100 then? Oh, Really? Um, and she goes, she would go a thousand. Obviously, if, not very good at maths. Well, no, she would obviously. go a thousand if she could. Right. And she's firmly at 100, and it's her new favourite film. Is it? Yeah. She said it was absolutely amazing. She found it sad when the men broke the tank and when Willie wouldn't perform. Oh, bless her. Which obviously we all know that sort of stress. Yeah. <laughs> bless her. Um, nothing bad about it at all. She loved it. The naivety of you. I know. But having but it just a whale shows you up. definitely wasn't its demographic, but it is something in there for oh, good. people. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, okay. Let's move on to I mean, I've obviously seen the videos of the Japanese, like slaughtering whales and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to recommend Elmo. No, I'm not. So I'm waiting until she's a little bit older and she's seen them and then, like I say, let's see what her score is then. But thank you very much, Isla. Oh, it's excellent. A thousand out of a hundred. A thousand out of a hundred. Brilliant. We'll teach her her that that's not possible again as well (laughs) soon. But Elmo, thank you very much for that. That's very nice. Nice people getting involved. Bless you, Isla. Okay. So next week. Yeah. I've got you a film that's currently 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 41 minutes long, billed as a comedy drama music with a synopsis of a troubled young Glaswegian woman dreams of becoming a Nashville country star. (laughs) Starring Jesse Buckley and Julie Waters, Sophie Ocanido and Whispering Bob Harris. (laughs) Couldn't find a budget on this one, but grossed 7 million. Right. This was... Um, given to me by Miles to watch and I fucking loved it mate. Did honestly it's great and it's 2018's Wild Rose alright okay never heard of it honestly mate, I was blown away really absolutely blown I away. really I'm want you yeah. to be known as Whispering Mark Stelfox <laughs> please well Whispering Bob's already taken it oh please that would be an I amazing I could be Mumbling Mark <laughs> well, I've Mumbling just Mark um, okay, all right. I mean, never heard of oh, it. Honestly, so. mate, I was blown away. Really? Absolutely fucking excellent. Okay. All um, right. I, yeah, blown away. Okay, I'll probably hate it then. But yeah. there you go. Excellent. Thanks, Miles. Right, okay, so I've got you a 1991 film directed by John Singleton, starring Ice Cube, Cuba Gooding Jr., Morris Chestnut, and Larry... <laughs> Larry Fishburne. It's a running time of 112 minutes. Sorry, Morris. Budget of $6.5 million. Box office of $57.5 million. But the caveat on that says it's North American. So I don't know what the worldwide was. 7.7 on IMDb. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes with a synopsis of follows the lives of three young males living in the Crenshaw ghetto of Los Angeles, dissecting questions of race, relationships, violence and future prospects. This is one that I loved from my ute. This is 1991's Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood or yeah. Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood. Oh, I think they missed out on something. Yeah. There. So, oh. uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I say my youth. It's not really my youth, but uh, oh. yeah, it's a um, good one. Cool. Hopefully, Hopefully like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one I've always wanted to it's see. It's on your scratch and sniff thing. It is. A lot of these ones are ones that I haven't actively avoided. I've just never seen. No, but um, it is so on I'm your quite, scratch and yeah. sniff posters. No, I'm looking forward to that. My mate, thank you. And no worries. No worries. So, next week's main, my friend. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> 
We're going to see The Hunted. The Hunt. Adult Hunger the Games. Hunt. All right. Adult Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the one that's been delayed. Yeah. Uh, so it might have been the best thing that happened for it. It's Blue Mouse one again. Yeah. So I reckon that we sort of need to have a look next week and see whether we think Blue Mouse are back. Fantasy Island's supposed to be a pile of shit. Mm. Um, so, and Invisible Man is quite good. Mm. So let's see if this one falls on the good or bad and yeah. then we'll see whether we write Blue Mouse off or we it's think that they're getting a lot of controversy there. and it's getting a lot of people talking about it yeah well that's what i mean i think it might have been the best thing that could have happened for it i mean if it's a above slightly above average film or a mediocre film uh it's going to get still get a lot of people going to see it just to see what all the the Mm. hype was about yeah right okay so after that mate after all of that Mm. can you reiterate how people can contact us on social media absolutely you can get us on twitter or instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com excellent mate so um right i mean i'm not going to go home i'm going to ask you to play a few tunes on your Sorry. recorder using your nose and <laughs> right <laughs> all right have to and, get it out of the bin but thank you very much thank you to cassie and and thank you to you for my presents and for my chocolate and like welcome, say, playing mate. that thing have a lovely day on tuesday i'm gonna try i'm at work yeah so uh but have a uh, nice but, evening then yeah yeah i should try Are you doing anything else this week weekend Working weekend. Oh yeah, screwing bits of wood together to oh. make bigger bits of wood. Yeah, but you like all and that. And then when I get a bigger bit of wood, I'm going to screw another bit of wood onto that. Right, and make another bit. Okay, one. but you like all that anyway. Yeah, exciting things. <laughs> okay, right. So that's it then, mate. Yeah. Right. So I shall see you again after my birthday. Yeah. When you're right. a year older. I am. Well, you yeah. won't. You'll just be another week older. But people always say when you're yeah, a year weird, older. Yeah, it's weird. Never mind. I shall feel a year older. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. So. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye. Fucking hell, mate. You know, it's coronavirus. Yeah. It's getting big, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently, they've quarantined everyone at John um, Lennon Airport. Oh, no. Busy there, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine all the people. Fucking! You wrote no, that? No, I didn't. You didn't. No. Shit! Not a no. professional wrote that. Well, Isla, did she write jokes that? about musicians? Are generally not funny. No. I know. You're a day out on John one, aren't you? Oh, I don't know. That's a little bit funny. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, dear! Ruined. <laughs> Birthday ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust it. I do that. Do you know how many times I've played this row? <laughs> Seriously, put all this on the end. Do it like with it. <laughs> Miles will tell you how many times he's heard this this week. Off comedy value. I can't even use that bit.
All right. Oh, uh, mm. God. Right. So, mate. I'm not sure I'm going to get to the end. <laughs>